Well, happy holidays, almost happy new year, and I hope you had a fabulous uh, Christmas Hanukkah. Um, and welcome to the SOS Small Business Success Podcast, our last one of the year 2022. Very excited about that. Um, I'm actually pretty excited about 2023. And as usual, I bring to you uh, some great information in regards to what I consider to be our SUM strategy. And, and this SUM strategy is really designed to be able to help you build brands so that you can survive, but develop you so that you can thrive because your business needs you to grow first. And um, when we understand that, um, we could put all the strategy and all the implementation in place for our business to be better, but that requires you to be the leader that you need to be in order to make that happen. And uh, today, one of my favorite conversations is always about leadership. I, um, I love it. I love leading people. I love, uh, you know, from recognition to, you know, sorting through conflict with somebody to helping, you know, through a coaching process to be able to help somebody grow. I think my greatest gift um, is around communication. But I, I also think that it, when I apply it towards leadership, I make the biggest difference in um, the lives of others. And of course, that's why I became a coach. And, you know, we, we've been talking about these five things that I've been reflecting on over the past few years. And of course, I can't wait for the new year to be able to kind of dive into some of them more specifically and, and really um, give you guys more content um, going into 2023 and more opportunities to be able to um, invest in yourself, invest in yourself to be able to be that person that you want to be. So great, great opportunities there. Um, uh, your host, Bonnie Bonadeo here. Um, I always forget to introduce myself because I always figure since I'm on episode number 95 that y'all know who I am at this point. Uh, but you could be listening to this podcast for the very first time. And hey, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you also can watch any of these podcasts, the video version. So, cause there's always a presentation mode to the podcast. Um, and you can do that. You can go right to YouTube to be able to have it be kind of a, a learning piece, um, for yourself or even for some of your staff or, you know, the, 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 the people within your organization, um, so be sure to check that out on YouTube. You can go to my IG bio, um, my Instagram bio, and that will take you to my YouTube. Or you could just type in SOS Small Biz Success, um, and it'll pop up all uh, 94 episodes at this point, since this one is not uploaded as of yet, and we are live in action. Okay, so we're talking about leadership. Now, leadership falls under, in the sum strategy, the operations category, all right? So leadership is a subcategory of operations for your business. And today's title is SOS Skipper Skips Empathy. And it's one of the one of the things that I witness in people struggling to communicate effectively is they skip 
empathy. And there is some level of expectation for you as the leader, for you as the captain, for you as the skipper, the one in charge. There is some expectation that you know how to do this better than anybody. So when we fail at properly communicating what we want, uh, what we expect, what we need, what we desire, then usually what happens is that we're endlessly disappointed in the results that we get. So empathy is kind of like the big, big furry blanket that's wrapped you up right now in this cold winter day that we've been having. Um, empathy is the sunshine that, you know, that creates that tingling, you know, glow on your skin and you feel alive again. So empathy is all of those things that make you feel good. And when you can always incorporate empathy into these conversations, good, bad, indifferent, okay, um, whether it's, you know, uh, trying to resolve issues or trying to, you know, promote something, empathy goes a long way and um, captures the attention of others in there. So again, this is, this is a, an operation, part of the framework, and the framework is sales operations, mindset, marketing, and education. Um, there's going to be a little tag on to last week's episode. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, the, the week before Christmas, episode number 94, um, go back and listen to it because these two are these two tie together pretty well. Um, and I referenced it more in the education category, but it still kind of falls under leadership and operations. Okay, so here were my five insights from 2022. Number one, personal growth is worth the investment. And that's kind of where I'm at today. It's it's the conversation that I want to carry into 2023 for sure. Um, and personal growth, meaning you don't have to, you don't always have to pay to have personal growth, but when you do pay for personal growth, you should expect it and you should be delivered on it. Um, and you should get something out of it. Okay. But personal growth is also kind of a, just learning, learning through experience, learning through, um, observation, learning through curiosity, which is a big part of empathy as well. And then the second insight was the label coach in our industry is elusive and dangerous. And of course I, I did mention before that I was gonna wait until 2023 to bring that up because I'm myself, I'm getting certified in um, a couple new areas. So neuro-linguistic programming, timeline therapy, um, hypnotherapy, um, that one just kind of comes along with the package. Uh, the other two are definitely deep core coaching programs that um, it's time for me to kind of like, you know, just make the investment in myself and my business uh, to be able to bring more healthy conversations to you. And those healthy conversations are always kind of a start in our mindset, why we're not achieving or accomplishing the things that we want to, what's stopping us, what's preventing us from being able to move forward or get past these belief systems or obstacles that are getting in the way. Um, and so that is, that is definitely a 2023 conversation. Um, social media, it's only one of the many tools that I, that I use to grow. Um, I have, I have a secondary company called brand me and we really focus on brand marketing 
to be able to kind of like get you the attention that you need to be seen, to be heard, to be paid. Okay. Um, and social media is one of those tools. So um, I'm working on some programming and shared programming. So programming involving a lot of other experts um, that, uh, you know, definitely understand some of the more marketing elements as well, and more than I do in some cases, um, and social media being one of them. So because we really have to get savvy in this area. Um, and it's a struggle because people don't want to take the time to do it. Um, and sometimes they don't think that they need to do it, but we want to be really effective in what we're investing our time, money, energy, and resources into. Okay. And then of course, four, we talked about small business owners need help to be profitable. And that's when I had April McDaniel on, um, CPA for Copes Oda. And she talked a little bit about some profitability and we're bringing some programs into 2023 as well for that. So you'll see more there. And then last week we talked about leadership and strategy mindset are keys to success and are ultimately ignored. And one of the things that I witnessed a lot last week with my staff um, was the lack of acknowledgement. And so I went through what acknowledgement is, how to incorporate acknowledgement into your conversations and how impactful it is to being able to um, have clean, clear communications with another. So whether that's customer, whether that's team, um, on the phone, in person, whatever that is, acknowledgement was a piece that's constantly missing. And so we talked about that. So listen to that one if you haven't. And then that ties back into this one when we're going to talk a little bit about personal growth. So if the skipper skips empathy, this is what it looks like. They skip self-awareness. They become, they lack a level of self-awareness to be able to see how they might be coming across, how they might be being perceived, how the communication might go south really fast um, based on the fact that we are emotional beings first and logical beings second. So there's always, always, always that immediate opportunity for us to when we go into that emotional mindset is to protect ourselves. And once we go into the protection mode, we no longer have the ability to listen to things from a logical perspective. So whether the other person providing us information is right or accurate on target with us, we have a tendency not to listen to it if we sometimes lose that empathy piece in, in this. So you have to be self-aware. As a leader, you have to be self-aware. You also have to be self-managed uh, meaning that you're managing your emotions, no matter what the emotions are happening to the with or to the other party. You got to be able to manage your emotions. Um, ultimately, though, when I see empathy, we sometimes skip empathy on ourselves. Now, I know we need to be delivering more empathy in the world. And if we had more empathy in the world, the world would be a much softer place to be living right now. Um, but we also need empathy towards ourselves. Okay, so I know that, you know, that since my mother passed away in September and my dog on the same day in September, um, and, you know, we were 1800 miles apart when all of this happened, I knew that I did not have the capability to probably put on a strong face and manage certain things that were some of my responsibilities to manage. Um, 
I didn't think I'd be able to have some of the leadership skills available to me while I was going through some, you know, distinctive grieving. Okay. And the grieving was not something that happened in the first couple of weeks because it was like, you're in shock. And so you got to take care of things. And so you can sometimes manage things. The grieving actually happened a couple months in, um, where I allowed sadness to kind of step in. And so then I had to be careful of how much I was putting myself out there because at the drop of the dime, I would just like start breaking down and bawling like a baby um, over my pain, over my grief. And so I gave myself some empathy. I, I stepped into a space of saying, is it really important that I do that right now? Does it need to be done? Can this wait? Am I gonna be okay if I, if I step out to that degree? And I just gave myself a little bit of freedom and empathy to say, not okay right now. I, I probably shouldn't be putting myself in that situation. There's no, there's no sense in plowing through something if you're not going to get the ultimate results that you're looking for. In the midst of the last couple of months, I'm doing a chapter book with a friend, my friend Gloria. Um, and when she asked me to be a part of the book, and this is kind of like a version two of um, um Gosh, I don't, I can't remember the name of it right now. Women's women, women standing strong together. And I thought, yeah, I want to be part of this next version. And I said, because I really have, I really have something that I want to be able to share in regards to the grieving process and being able to understand how to heal yourself. And I ended up writing about my story of losing my mother and my dog in the same day. And it's, uh, oh, it was, it's a tearjerker. Um, and that will launch in March and you'll be able to kind of feel, hear, read the story, um, yourself. And again, that was, that was me giving myself some empathy to be able to say, I want to write this and I want to share this because I know how much it hurts when people lose something, whether it's through death or, you know, loss of a job. In my case, it was a loss of a parent and a dog um, loss, but there's jobs and, and divorces. All of those things are the grieving process that is, is the same. You're still losing something. Um, the, if the skipper skips also empathy towards others, then you know that the conversation is going to go south. And the skipper shouldn't skip curiosity or quality questions when trying to create a powerful dialogue. Now, we know this. Because if we don't have the answers, we know we need to ask the questions. But we also have to be careful of how we're asking the questions in certain situations. We have to think through, are we triggering people by asking certain questions? Are we triggering people by asking questions that have certain words in it that um, are triggering words? And, um, and we know that that can happen here. So let's take a look at, you know, you want, here's the deal. This is what we said. This is what I said last week. You want to be the captain of the conversation. And that is from last week's episode as well. This was also from last week's episode was where I shared with you my coaching formula. And it's called wait. We talked about acknowledgement. And from acknowledgement, you go into asking a question. From asking a question, you wait for a reply because now you have what they're saying as the answer. You acknowledge their answer. And remember, acknowledgement is nothing more than accepting what is being said. It doesn't mean it has to be true. It doesn't mean it's right. It's just accepting that you've heard it and it's, and it's what's been said. 
Then five would be you insert more information. And then six, you tether to a close, you tether or you close. So you have a couple options there, or you tether to a close. Okay. And that's kind of the formula. And we'll, we'll put it into some action here today. But empathy is something that you have to give to yourself first. And when you do that, it means that you're really giving yourself that ability to kind of step into the situation more fully and human, humanly, humanly, is that a word? More human-like, okay? But when you, when you look at empathy, there's also kind of a couple of questions that you need to ask yourself. If there's something that you need to deal with and you feel like you need to deal with it and you can't find a source of empathy to put into that circumstance or that communication that you're dealing with, then you have to determine, do you, does this need to be dealt with right now? Do you need to take action now on this particular thing? Now, obviously, if somebody was in danger or um, it something is going to break or, or, or it has been broken and needs to be fixed, you might need to be taking action now. But you can really ask yourself, do you need to take action now on this particular scenario or is it going to impact and risk too much if you try to take it on in the moment. Now, they say in leadership that you want to catch people doing things that work, acknowledgement, okay? And you want to catch people doing things when it's not working so that you can create correction of it in the moment. But there are still some things that it's like, is that really that big of a deal? And here's what you want to ask yourself. Will it matter if I do or don't do anything with this in seven minutes, seven hours, seven days, seven weeks, seven months. Okay. If in the next seven minutes, it's not going to matter, then it doesn't need to be dealt with in the next seven hours. Does it maybe need to be dealt with in the next seven days? Does it need to be dealt with in the next seven weeks? Is it going to have an impact good or bad or months? And if, and if you're into weeks or months or even years at this point and asking yourself this question, it probably doesn't matter. And it probably doesn't need to be something you have to address right away but it's gonna help answer the above. Do you need to take action right now? And finding that source of empathy, it, it looks like you actually care about the person, not just the situation. So if you're angry, upset, not in a good space, and you can't source empathy, then the person is not going to feel cared for by you, okay? Empathy is also when you can see yourself in their shoes. So if there is, I've got to correct this now, or I've got to have this conversation now because I know what it was like. I've been there before. Then you know that you can take that on because there's empathy attached to your own experience. And empathy also kind of looks like you have a level of curiosity because you don't know the answer. So if something's happened and you're, and you're, you're truly kind of, you know, befuddled by it. And you're like, why does this keep happening? What do I need? What am I missing here? What do I need to know? How many conversations do I have to have to get this fixed or corrected? Okay. Then there's a level of curiosity there and empathy can look like curiosity. And you'd, if you don't know the answer and you ask the right questions and they feel heard, then now you have the answers and the, the 
the solutions are much easier to find. They're much easier to put into play. Uh, they're much easier for them, the person on the other end of this, to accept the conversation. So look for empathy. And I see I spelled empathy wrong here. So sorry about that, you guys. So if you're watching the video, my apologies on my spell check, my lack thereof, right? All right. So let's, let's do a little await here. Now, one of the things that was recently addressed was one of my clients came to me and said that she has a client, a, a, a stylist that's always late. Okay. Not by a lot, just by a little bit, but enough that it's like they're walking in after this, after the, the client is already there. Okay. And it's, and it's been very frustrating and their level of frustration is that they immediately wanted to have a conversation with them in that moment because they were late again. Now, and I said, but is that really the ideal time? Because the thing is, is that you want to create a sense of acknowledgement that you know they were late, okay? But do you need to have the conversation in that moment? Because they're running through the door. They're already under stress. They know they're late. They know their client is waiting right there. So anything you do in that moment right there is just going to impact them, that client, and probably them for the rest of the day and potentially that client for the rest of the day. So it doesn't need to happen in that moment. But acknowledging to some degree that that you know they're late means that you put you you put a little you put a little you know deal with it later scenario on it, okay? So then you get into the you know you're you have you find the time to be able to deal with it later and you ask the question, okay? And the question is, you were late again today because that's not a question, that's a statement. Okay, you're, 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 you're stating it, what you're thinking is the fact at that moment, which it very well could be. Asking a question is really coming from a place of empathy and curiosity. And it would be like, I noticed you didn't show up on time again, again today. What can you do to show up on time? What do we need to do here? What, what am I missing Okay. That's coming from a place of empathy. I'm curious what's going on here and how this is going to get fixed. And I'm, I'm going to incorporate myself into it ever so gently, but I'm not going to take any responsibility for helping them to fix it. I'm really going to then wait for them to reply to my question as to what it is that they keep running up against. That's having them be late. Okay. So they could say my car didn't start. Um, the traffic was bad. Um, the freeway was closed. Um, I left late. Okay. So whatever they say now is, now is the substance of content that you can work with. All right. Because the truth is, is you don't know. And every day it could be a different scenario, but if there's somebody that's chronically late, then they're not just chronically late for work. They're chronically late for everything in their life. Okay. And they just, they, they, and it's not even poor time management skills. It's, a lack of not having to be responsible to things that they should be responsible for. So it, it, it's a more deep-seated piece that they're up against than just being late, just leaving late, okay? Sometimes those are circumstances and yes, people just have a constant you know, way of being late. So you're gonna wait for them for, to reply. You're gonna acknowledge their reply. Remember acknowledgement again was, I understand. It's not saying, 
oh, okay. You know, I am, you know, that's, that's just the way it is. All right. See you later. Try to be on time tomorrow type of thing like that. Acknowledgement is okay. I understand. And then you're going to insert some piece of coaching in here. This is where, again, where empathy comes in. You're going to insert some piece of coaching in there. And the piece of coaching is going to be, what can you do moving forward to be on time every day, every day that you need to be here? What can you do? And I'm really asking a very specific question. I'm inserting in a little bit of coaching in that because I'm asking them to take some responsibility for it. But I'm also going back to asking a question in a sense. I'm going to wait for their reply. I'm going to acknowledge it again. And then if I need to keep going to another insert of information, then I'm going to insert more information. Now, let's say that they, they say, I'm going to set a timer that I have to leave the house by a certain time so, I'll, so I won't be late anymore. And then I'm like, okay, so how much time are you going to put on that timer? Like, are you going to add 15 minutes, 20 minutes? What is it going to take? I need you to be specific here with what that's going to be. Cause it can't just be, oh, I'll set a timer. So if you need to be leaving the house to, to be at work by nine o'clock, when are you going to set the timer that you need to be out the door? And then they have to be more specific. And that more specific is 8.15. Okay, great. You're going to set the timer for 8.15. Does that give you any padding if you need to be out the door at 8.15 or should you set the timer for 8.10? See, I'm inserting information to be able to coach and guide them. Yeah, maybe I'll do it for 810. That gives them five minutes to be able to say that they are out the door in the car and the drive time is appropriate for them to get to work before the client shows up. And then you tether that to a close. You say, okay, well, I, I, I really hope that you can make this happen. And, um, you know, but I, I want you to know that if this is a continuation, this conversation is going to continue too. I'm not going to make any threats. To them, I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna tell them what next step is. I have not added any policy into this. Into this original conversation, any next steps and policies is taken after you provided some coaching. So I, I provided some coaching. I'm hoping that they will apply it, and if they don't apply it, then the next steps need to have more information of. If you don't. Or, you know, what else can you do? That, that type of thing, okay? Uh, but policy is the least of my worries now. I, I, they, they know they're late. They know what the policy is on being late. So bringing up policy is just going to trigger them to want to protect themselves and not have a clean conversation with you, okay? So you're gonna tether it to a close. All right, now, when we look at being the skipper and we're, in this position to be able to kind of bring empathy to it. I want you to think about too now what your plans are for 2023. Are your plans for 2023? Do you have your list together? Do you have the things that you want to be able to do it? Have you broken it down into different categories? Like I coach my, my clients based on the sum category of these things that you want to accomplish. What category do they go under? Are they sales? Are they operations? Are they mindset? Are they marketing? Are they education? When you can then break down your plan and have it separated into different areas, then you can look at where your ultimate focus needs to be. Let's say everything that you want to get accomplished ends up being more in an operations category then you need to make sure that you've got the right resources and the time to be able to implement these things in that operations category. Or 
Maybe there's somebody else that you can delegate some of these things to. Maybe there's classes or information that you need to take in order to fulfill these things. But when you can break it down to its smallest denominator, it's so much easier for you to be able to get them done, keep them on as a target to your success in there. And I want you guys to join me on January 16th because this is what we're going to do. We're going to look at the things that you want to accomplish. So I got some customers that are like, I want to, I want to build an education. Um, I want to build an education calendar for the year for my team and help them with some of the skills that they're struggling with. Okay, great. I have another client that wants to um, create a VIP membership program to their clients. Um, and again, that would be, you know, that starts in operations because there's some operational functioning to it. And then it goes over to marketing once you have it complete and you're going to go into the promotion cycle of it to the clients type of thing. So we got two categories there. What are your plans? What do you want to accomplish? Well, join me for this 90 minute mindset and strategy session. And I'm going to provide you the plan so that all you got to do is like walk through it with what you want to accomplish, where it needs to be positioned, and then master the, 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 the task list of what's it going to take to get it done, and then prioritize where do we begin? Which one of the things, the many things that I know you probably want to accomplish in 23, which one do you start with? Which one's most important? Which one might take the longest amount of time, but you need to, uh, you need to do it each a little bit each week, you need to implement a little bit of action each week to it. It's not going to be something that's going to be done overnight. So, you know, you look at the timelines of when you want these things accomplished by two. Because this, the date is January 16th. It's 12 to 1.30. So it's 90 minutes of your time. I'm going to provide you the plan that you can use. And registration is open right now. It's $37. And I put just a small fee on it at this point just to be able to have you have some level of commitment in there, you know? Uh, you know, I, I think people want this kind of education, but then they don't take the time to show up. I promise you, show up. Show up for 90 minutes and start working on what you want 2023 to be about. And I always say, yes, we should have probably started on this in October, November, but there's so much going on in that time of year for our business that, it's hard to think about it. So it's okay that we start in January. It's okay that we start this in even February, which I'll do a secondary workshop in February too, okay? So it's strategy and mindset mapping workshop, 2023, January 16th, 12 to 130, $37, mindsetandstrategy.com. Go to mindsetandstrategy.com to register. And um, boy, I look forward to seeing you and I, and I wanna help as many small businesses as I can get to a place where they're comfortable with what they say they want to do and understand the steps that it's going to take to get it done. So thanks for joining me today, guys. Mm. Happy new year to you. I'll see you into the new year. Um, and we've got so much more to look forward to. And we've got a lot to accomplish though, because everything we know from 2019 to 2023, the way we do business has changed. And I want to help you in that transformation of change to be able to get to this new level so you can, uh, you know, be more than just surviving, you can be thriving. All right. We shall talk to you soon. Have a great new year.